From the Quadesh Family Church, Apostle Joel Obobasa will inspire you with anointed, practical, and down-to-earth Bible-based teachings that will refresh, energize, and motivate you to do your best for God. Join the Apostle now as he ministers the Word of God. Tonight is the very last night wow. of um, 2022. Wow. Amen. Amen. And um, if you're here tonight, it means you're alive. <laughs> and if you're alive, it means God has kept you. And it means God has been good to you. Amen. And so it's important for us as we come to the threshold of another year. You know, pray that this belongs to us. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I can see that even your behavior is different. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but what can I say that God has been good? Amen. It's been a long year. Yes. So much has happened. And um, I'm sure if we allowed everyone to speak, everyone would have some story and have something to say. And... Um, not all the experiences have been pleasant, but you see, good is not validated by pleasantness. Do you see? What I mean is that the fact that something is not pleasant doesn't mean it's not good. Do you understand that? Yes. Many unpleasant experiences are actually very good. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. When people are cooking, some of the spices are some way. To, 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 they are not pleasant. <laughs> but they make the food taste really good. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're glad you put it in. Yes, and so that's how it is. It's a combination of things you enjoy and things you don't enjoy. But all together, we come to the conclusion that God has been good. Hallelujah. There's not a soul here who does not have a reason to be grateful tonight and to say that God, you have been good to me and I come to you with thanks. Amen. Amen. And so before I share a little bit with you, I want you to bow your heads in prayer and say thank you to God for any number of things you can think about, any number of things you can come up with, just specifically say, Lord, thank you. Even the one that brought the ones that brought tears to my eyes, I want to say thank you for them. The ones I didn't enjoy, the experiences I wish will never be repeated, 
I still want to say, Lord, I am grateful because you have been good. It's all part of your goodness to me. And I will not neglect to express my gratitude and to say thank you, Lord, for what you have done. You've been good to me. 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 You've been good to my household. You've been good to my family. You've been good to all of us. Everyone, everyone has something to say. Oh, yes. He has done great things. Oh, he has done great things. He has done great things. Bless his holy name. Come on, sing it again. He has done.
bless everybody just open your mouth and say you have done great things for me Lord you have done great things for me Lord you kept me alive Lord you fed me Lord you protected my going out and my coming in Lord you preserved me from all evil when the enemy reached out to touch me Lord you stood between me and him and because of you I have not been consumed and I'm careful to come back tonight to say thank you Lord for your goodness and for your kindness oh yes thank you Jesus oh, Done great things, Lord. You have done great things. Yes, you have. You have done great things. And I will bless your holy name. You have done great things. You. And even all that just comes to mind, Lord, so many great things you have done. And we're grateful that you would bring us all to this place again, where we stand on the eve of another year, just before we enter another year. And we pray, Lord, with hearts of gratitude tonight. We say thank you. We look forward to the next year with great faith, drawing from what you have done in this year just gone and knowing that it shall be well with us because you're a good God. We thank you tonight. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you will enlighten us open our eyes to see wondrous things in your word in Jesus name we pray and everybody says amen amen hallelujah amen. 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 amen 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 why don't you greet someone for one last time this um, 2022 because next time you'll be greeting them you'll be in a new year right so fist bump someone you know High five someone, just show some love, spread some love, 
and let them know that you are happy to see them and you are glad that God has kept them to this day. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is within me. Bless his whole holy name. Amen. All right. You can come back to your seat. Amen. And tonight I'm going to share with you for a short time and then we're going to pray ourselves into the new year. Amen. It's good to enter the new year in prayer. Hallelujah. Enter the new year in the presence of God. Go to the new place with God right by yourself. And enter the new year talking to God. Amen. Amen. Right. So we're blessed, you know, and our prophet has declared 2023 as our year of giving thanks. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Amen. Our year of what? Our year of being thankful. Okay. So um, let's all say it's my year of being thankful. Say it again. Say 2023 is my year of being thankful. Amen. Right. And so we're blessed. You know, every year we have something to work on. Amen. And it's a prophetic word. Hallelujah. And um, this past year was our year of seed time and harvest. Amen. And so you should expect, especially in 2023, to reap a lot of the seeds that have been sown in 2022. Do you understand? Yes, we should expect that we should reap some of those seeds because um, God has been gracious. Amen. But God has led us prophetically into a new place of thankfulness. Amen. And so I want to share with you um, a little bit from our book, um, How Can I Say Thanks? How can I say thanks? Amen. Amen. And um, I believe all of you will get the chance to have your copies. And together we're going to uh, learn a little bit about how we can be grateful. Amen. Amen. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15 says... Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Amen. Wow. (laughs) It's too powerful. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which 
also ye are called, right, in one body, and be ye thankful. Amen. Amen. Be ye thankful. Tell somebody, be thankful. (laughs) Be thankful. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now, when people are not thankful, usually something else replaces that. Amen. And if you go through life, you find many people who should be thankful who are not thankful. And instead, you'll find those people complaining and murmuring, you know, angry and being disobedient all because of the absence of thankfulness. Do you see? When you meet a grateful person, you find one of the key characteristics is that they don't complain and they don't murmur. It is when people are ungrateful that you find this particular characteristic. And the Bible does say that in the last days, unthankfulness is going to multiply. You know, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy chapter 3, and verse 1, it says, This know also that in the last days, everybody say last days. In the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. (laughs) Yeah, despisers of those that are good. I mean, can you imagine that someone is a despiser of a good person? (laughs) Yeah, but that's the nature of the world. Hallelujah. That's why we, we shouldn't just believe what people say about good people. Do you see the evil things that people say about good people? We must be careful how we swallow them because one of the characteristics of the last days is that people will be despisers of good people. Do you see? Yes. And then it goes on, it says they will be traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God. And then they will also have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And the Bible says, from such turn away. Amen. Some people don't know that Christianity allows turning away from people. (laughs) Some people feel that Christianity is an embrace all uh, faith. You must be nice to everybody. Accommodate everyone. (laughs) All inclusive. (laughs) Do you see? Bring everybody in. Be nice to everybody. Include everybody. Flow with everybody. 
But the Bible is saying clearly here that if anybody fits any of these profiles, turn away from such a person. <laughs> Amen. So that means we are supposed to turn away from unthankful people. <laughs> Do you see? But you notice the company that unthankful people are keeping, they are listed among, I think it's about 13 different characteristics of people, you know, that I don't think any of them, <laughs> if, 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 um, if somebody was introduced to you and um, any of these preceded his credentials, I don't think you want to do anything with them. Do you see? So being unthankful is a very serious problem. Amen. It's a very serious problem and God wants us to be careful with that. Amen. Amen. That we must be careful to be thankful. Amen. Amen. So number one, saying thanks is a constant part of prayer. Saying thanks is a constant part of prayer. That means all prayer must include thanksgiving. Do you understand? Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. The Bible says, be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing is an all old way of saying Worry about nothing. Do you see? Yeah. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Do you see? So, be careful for nothing means don't worry about anything. God doesn't want us worrying about anything. And he says, in everything, whatever the situation is, the first stop is prayer. Amen. Amen. But that prayer, the Bible says, it must go along with thanksgiving. Isn't it? It says, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So all requests must be signed off with thanksgiving. Do you see? Yes. God is expecting that as you come to him to make your requests, you are already thankful. Do you see? You are already thankful. He says, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Amen. Amen. So God wants us to come to him with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. It means that as you approach him, not after the prayer is answered. (laughs) Do you see? Yes. You see. Yeah. But even there, there are some people who are not thankful even after the prayer is answered. Yeah, there are some people who just have a habit of, you know, just looking at what is not working. 
Do you get it? Yes. You give them something that is working. This what their eyes just see immediately what is not working. Do you see? Yeah, that's what they see. And you must be careful not to be like that. If you have the wrong focus, you'll be ungrateful always. You see, you must look at the right things. You must look always at the right things. You know, people, there are people who complain about the package. How the parcel is wrapped is already offending them, even before they see what's inside. <laughs> you know, yeah. And that makes them ungrateful. Hallelujah. So we need, as we approach God, to be grateful. And sometimes it pays to sit down and write down the things you must be grateful for. Yes, you must sit down and write down the things you must be grateful for. You know, the other day we had gone to a restaurant somewhere and, you know, as we stepped out of the place walking by the pavement, I saw some people, homeless people sleeping, you know, along there. And, and it occurred to me that, you know, you have to say thank you. Do, do, do you understand? You, you, you must notice such things and realize that God has been good to you. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. As you are walking out of McDonald's or whatever, you find somebody, another human being. Do you see? Yes, another human being just lying, you know, by the roadside in the cold. In fact, it was even raining. Yes. So we need to be careful and be thankful. Say amen. amen. Number two. Be thankful as an attitude of your life. Amen. Be thankful as an attitude of your life. Right? And that's what it says in Colossians. It says, let the peace of God rule in your heart which, which, to, to the which you have called and be ye thankful. Amen. So thanksgiving must become an attitude of your life. You must be known as someone who is constantly grateful for God's goodness and his blessings in your life. Amen. Amen. Right. Now, number three, give thanks as a weapon that releases the greatest miracles. Giving thanks is a weapon that will release great miracles in your life. Hallelujah. John chapter 6 and verse 23, the Bible talks about Jesus um, and the disciples coming to a place where there is a reference to where Jesus, he says, how be it, there came other Allow me also to read it a little bit. So, how be it, there came other boats from Tiberias nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. Let me go back to my good old friend. Is it back? Okay, well, let me just do this. Amen. Amen. Right. 
So it says they went back to from uh, Habi. There came other boats from Tiberias nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. After that, the Lord had given thanks. Amen. It says they came back to the place where they did eat bread after that the Lord had given thanks. I mean, it is noteworthy that, I mean, that miracle, which is one of the greatest miracles that Jesus performed, this is the place where the people tried to make him king. You know, after, when Jesus raised somebody from the dead, you know, nobody tried to make him a king for that. Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because, you know, when you raise people from the dead, is great, but not, not everybody may be happy. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, not everybody may be happy. Some, some people may not be so happy that you raise this particular person from the dead. They would have, well, you should have done the next person. <laughs> You get a lot. If you just want to show us that you can raise people from the dead, I mean, just choose any other grave, but not this one. Do you get it? Yeah. So that may not be a blessing to everyone, but when Jesus was able to multiply bread to feed the people, it got everybody's attention. Do you understand? They said, then we want you to be our president. (laughs) Yeah. Because if you can command such financial power and make such a huge difference, then we want you not just around. We want you to be our president for life. (laughs) Make bread for us every day. (laughs) Do you see? Yes. I mean, turn this whole economy into a bread-baking economy and we we export bread. (laughs) Do you get it? But the greatest miracle, that great miracle that Jesus performed, the Bible talks about how he did it. You see, we're in John chapter 6, isn't it? So let's go to the beginning of John chapter 6 quickly so we can see exactly what they're talking about. John chapter 6, the book of John Chapter 6 and verse 2. John chapter 6 and verse 2. It says, and a great multitude. um, One second, please. Okay. Yes. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, For he himself knew what he would do, right? So Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. 
one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. Then verse 11 is the miracle. It says, Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. And when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, this is of a truth that prophet that should come into the world. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now the Bible is showing us clearly how Jesus went about performing such a big miracle. And you can see that Jesus did not even pray about the loaves. Do you see? We don't even see Jesus asking the Lord, Lord, please save me from embarrassment. <laughs> or that Lord, you can do something, you can see that this thing is a big problem. We have so few loaves and we have so many people. So Lord, do something. Do something, Lord. Do something, Lord. <laughs> you know, do something, Lord. <laughs> You see, Jesus does not even go there. But rather, he seems to be thankful that in the midst of such a situation, there's even something. Do you see what I'm saying? He seems to be thankful that even when there are so many people to feed and no one seems to know what to do about feeding them, there is a little provision. See, that's where we go our separate ways from Jesus Christ. Because for us, we would be obsessed with the insufficiency and we would be talking about it and complaining about it. You know, I used to have a relative, you know, actually I still have him. <laughs> When we were little kids, he would be eating and he would start crying. Why? Because he says the food is not enough. <laughs> you get it? He has not finished eating it, but I mean, just what was given him. It's like, it's not, it's, it's not enough. And so he would start crying while he's eating you know, whatever it was, he would be eating it, but he would start crying in advance. <laughs> so you know that he's not having a great time. You see, yeah, and some of us are like that. Instead of being thankful for what we have, that we have something. 
You see, we start moaning and complaining while we are using the little that we have. We start to complain and we start to cry. You see, and we never really enter the miraculous because of our ingratitude. You know, but Jesus entered it. Jesus, he performed the miracle, yes. And the Bible says he did it by giving thanks. So when they are telling us about what happened in that place in verse 23, what they remember is how the Lord gave thanks in that place. Can you see that? It says, how be it, there came other boats from Tiberias nigh unto the place where they did eat bread after that the Lord had given thanks. Yeah. The record is that, do you remember how God, Jesus gave thanks and it produced bread? I want to say that this year, as we become thankful, as we become grateful people, as we choose to give thanks first. Let's give thanks for what we have. Let's give thanks for what is working. Let's give thanks for what God has provided. Yes. I know you may not like your job, but you have a job. Yes. Everybody who has a reason to complain has a reason to give thanks also. Do you understand? Yes. Everyone who has something to complain about has something to be thankful for. Because, you know, you have to skip the thanks to complain about the thing. You know, anybody who has a job to complain about, first of all, has a job they could be thankful for. Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? Because what some people are looking for is just a job. Just a job. So for you to have a job that you are not happy with means you are blessed already. In fact, you can't complain without being blessed. You see, you have to be blessed to have something to complain about. Find somebody who's complaining about her husband First of all, you have a husband. That's, 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 that's where it starts. Or complaining about your wife. First of all, you have a wife. Oh, yes. And it makes a difference to have a wife. It makes a difference. You know, one of my sons was asking me recently, what do you like about marriage? What a question. We were each, you know, instead of concentrating on each, look at the question he's asking me. <laughs> he said, what do you like about being married? Yeah. You know. But I, it occurred to me very quickly that one of the things I like about being married is not being alone. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I think it's one of the things. Yeah, not being alone. And it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I tell you, if you've been alone before, you, 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 you see, you, you're at home. <laughs> you, you're, you're by yourself. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, and, and you know, a lot of behavior and a lot of things that you do, you'll be surprised how your behavior changes when the other person even travels a bit. True or false? You won't take your shower the whole day. The whole day. Even brushing your teeth. Because you said there's no need. (laughs) No cooking? Yeah? Just eating of leftovers? Left eating of leftover and eating of the leftover of the leftover <laughs> and eating the the third you know the 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 third degree or te- third level of the leftovers. Eesh. So you see, your life has already changed by the absence of someone even for a weekend. <laughs> you can you imagine what it will be like if that's how it is? Do you see what I'm saying? So that's just the fact that there's someone with you. Do you see? It starts to help your behavior. It gives you a reason to wake up. Gives you a reason to cook. Gives you a reason to shower. (laughs) That one. (laughs) You get it? Yeah. Gives you a reason to do so many things. Yes, to get dressed gives you a reason. So there's something to be thankful for. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There is something to be thankful for instead of something to complain about. So every time you are complaining, every complaint is an acknowledgement of a blessing. Yes, every time you're complaining, you are first of all acknowledging that you've been blessed and you are choosing to skip it. You are choosing to skip the blessing so you can start complaining. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. It's a blessing to have a church. Oh, yes. Oh, you know, they stay too long at the church. Yeah, it means you have a church. Yes. If you would stop there, you would just be blessed. (laughs) But often we just go on. On from the blessing and then that lands us into ingratitude and lands us in the wrong place. May God deliver us in Jesus' name. Say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. Now the next one. The next one, oh dear, yes, the next one is avoid, okay, avoid unthankfulness. Since it is a sign of the last day evils. Avoid unthankfulness since it is a sign of what? 
the last day evils. Okay? Yes. So, as you can see, we mentioned a number of evil things that people would be covetous, right? It says men will be unthankful, people will be unholy, they will be without natural affection, they will be false accusers, you know, they will be truth breakers, you know. Let me, let me just read from the other version, um, New Living Translation, so you can understand more clearly what some of these things are, right? Okay, so First Timothy chapter 3. I'm sorry, it's 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Right, this know also that in the last days, okay, that's the same verse, okay. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days, there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. Yeah. (laughs) They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends. They will be reckless. They will be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God. In verse 5 it says they will act religious but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. (laughs) Right? Yes. He says stay away from people like that. Amen. So you can see clearly what the scripture says about being unthankful. It's one of the last day evils, the evils of our times, and we need to be careful. Amen. Amen. People who experience good things, you know, get used to experiencing those good things, and soon they enter into a place of an an entitlement. Do do you get it? You, You lose your sensitivity to the reality that something that doesn't happen normally is happening to you. It has become your new normal. And so you don't even realize that this is what is happening. You are used to experiencing good. Do you see? Yeah. And so you don't find anymore a reason to be grateful. You don't find anymore a reason to be thankful. 
That is why we need to be intentional about saying thank you. Do you get it? We need to be intentional. It's a, 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 a habit that we must cultivate. And not only words that we speak. Because you can say thank you without being grateful. Do you, do you get it? Yeah, just like somebody asks, how are you? And you can say fine without being fine. Isn't it? Yeah. You see someone very unwell. Their nose is dripping and they are not, they're highly uncomfortable. How are you doing? Well, by the grace, I'm okay. I'm well. They are not fine at all. Do you get it? But it's a mindless answer that you give to a question you're used to being asked. And you can also have people who just say thank you, but it's without the mind. They are not really grateful. They are just saying thank you as a response to something. It's what you do when someone gives you something. You get it? But gratitude is a state of the heart. Do you see? Recognizing the privilege and the blessing in whatever has been done for you or whatever is being given to you. Do you see? Yes. And that's what God is calling for this year. That we, we not just say thank you, but that we live, we live in a consciousness of gratitude. Do you see? That we are constantly in a state of gratitude. We know that we are grateful and truly grateful for, from our hearts for whatever God has allowed us to experience or to enjoy. Can I have an amen? amen. Are you understanding it? Yes. yes. It's a sign of the last day evil. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. yes. Then another thing about Thanksgiving is that we need to avoid bearing grudges against the unthankful. Yes, that's a big one. Because when you experience the ingratitude of people, you are forced to, it hurts. Do you see? And it's one of the things that does not go away easily, especially if the expression of their ingratitude has created an effect or has done something to you that continues to be that way. Do you understand what I'm saying? I feel like I'm saying something that, you know, people can do things that hurt you. Or sometimes it changes your life. Now, as long as your life remains changed by their action, it's difficult to forget their ingratitude. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's almost the new year. So maybe next year you understand. Stand, stand, stand to your feet and let's pray into the new year. <laughs> Let's pray into the new year. God will give you some new grace. We have just a minute to go into the new year. And I want us to pray into the new year. Hallelujah. 
so I want you to stand to your feet everybody and start praying and thanking God for the new year you can put a clock on there if you have but let's pray everybody just pray in the Holy Ghost we have just one minute right now we have just seconds really you know as we cross over we have just entered we are just at midnight right now as we speak it's 12 o'clock right now and we want to thank God and enter the new year praying in the Holy Ghost oh yes Lord these are the first few seconds of 2023 and I want you to pray and be grateful to God pray and be grateful to God for bringing you this far and bringing you to this place in the name of Jesus into the new year in the name of Jesus Oh yes, we are in a new year. We are in a new place. We are in a new place. We have stepped into a new era of your life. A new era of God's goodness and God's mercy and God's grace. In the name of Jesus. Makabolo Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All the darkness that we experienced in 2022, we leave them behind. We leave it behind. We leave it behind. The issues and the problems, the challenges, the difficulties of 2022, we leave them behind and we surge forward. We chalak forward. We move forward into 2023 without those things in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, we step into the light of God. We step into the light of God's goodness. The light of God's power. The light of God's goodness. The light of God's power. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, great grace. Great grace awaits us in 2023 great grace awaits you in 2023 begin to step into it begin to claim it begin to walk into it because God has prepared a place for you in 2023 in the name of Jesus 
Yes, his goodness, his goodness and mercy will follow you. Oh, yes, his goodness and his mercy will follow you into this new place. Yes, his goodness and his mercy will follow you every single day of your life in 2023. Oh, thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We've never been here before, Lord. This whole place is new. This era of our lives is foreign to us. But we trust in you, Lord. We trust in your power. We trust in your goodness. We trust in your mercies. We trust in your forgiveness. We trust, Lord, in your kindness towards us. And we know that will see us through in the name of Jesus. Oh, Yes, let the failures of 2022 be buried and be left behind. Yes, the things that made us cry, the sins that easily beset us, the things that we are not so proud of in 2022, we step away from them. We step away from them. We step away from them and we step into a new place. 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 Everybody just take one step. Just take one step. Symbolically, just take one step like that and see yourself entering into a new place. Entering a new place. Entering a new place financially. Entering a new place in your health. Entering a new place socially. Entering a new place in your Christian walk, in your walk with God, you are stepping into a new era and into a new place. The sorrows of 2022 are being left behind and you are stepping into a new place of victory in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, we are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I offer my life to you. Everything I've been through.
God is yes, hearing us. Yes. This is a year that God will open some new doors. God will do some new things. God will open some new doors. God will release some new blessings upon your life. And I want you to step into it in prayer in the name of Jesus. Oh yes Lord. Lord I offer you my life as a pleasing sacrifice a new era for every one of us. Old things are passed away and new things are here. New things are here. Yes. Jesus. Thank you Lord. Now before we sit down I want you to pray. If you have anything in your heart against someone. I sense that God doesn't want you to drag that person into this new place with you. So it's your chance to let go. And God wants to help you. God is releasing grace for overcoming that hurt. I think it's symbolic that we were right there on that point where we we're talking about bearing grudges against unthankful people. Some of us have been hurt deeply by the ingratitude of others. And God is saying, you don't need to bring that to mess up your 2023. So leave it behind in 2022 and walk on without it 
leave it behind and walk on without it. I want you to pray right now and say, Lord, I'm leaving it behind. I'm leaving it behind. I'm leaving it behind. I'm leaving it behind. A thought, a memory that always brings you down and brings you down on your knees. It gets you every single time. It is called the sin that easily besets you. It's like something that easily gets you because it's been so painful. But God is saying, I can heal your heart. I can help you. If you turn over that issue and that person to me, I will take care of that. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. God will take care of that. God is your vindicator. God is your justifier. God is also your healer. And the wounds that they have left in your heart and on your mind, God is able to heal those wounds and wants to heal you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is healing. Yes, God is healing as we speak. As we pray right now, God is healing. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, the hurts and the wounds are being healed right now. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. Mention them by name before the Lord and say, Lord, I turn over this person to you. And I'll no longer, from this moment forward, carry this grudge, carry this hurt. They will lose forever the power to hurt me and the ability to hurt me anymore. It will no longer be there because I'm in a new place. I'm going to a new place. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank him. Yes. For some also, it may not even be a person, but it's just a disappointment. A situation that didn't turn out the way you had hoped it would turn out. 
and it has left a scar on you. It has wounded you. It's crippled you. It has taken away your courage. It has taken away your drive. It has taken away your passion. Something has left you. But God wants to restore that something. God is restoring it right now. God is bringing hope again. God is saying, it was not my time. You thought it was your time, but it was not my time. So you need to go back for your courage and enter this new year with it because you are in a new place. Old failures and disappointments are gone. And behold, all things are new. All things are new. Yes, all things are new. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. 
them a happy new year wish them a happy happy 2023 yes together for the Lord, for the Lord, for the Lord, hallelujah, what a blessing. <laughs> wow, what a blessing, amen. Happy New Year to you, amen. Yes, I'm sorry, everybody forgot about me except one person. Hallelujah. It's a blessing. Amen. All right. Now, let me just add one or two more. There are many of them, but I'll just stop shortly. Amen. The next thing is that unthankfulness in a person is a door to many evils. Unthankfulness in a person is a door to many evils. Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1 and verse 20, the book of Romans chapter 1 and verse 20. 
Hallelujah. You know, new means new. Amen. And a new year means it's a new year. And you can expect things to be different. Old things are passed away. Amen. Especially the old sorrows. They have been left behind. Don't go back for them. The old failures. Don't go back for them. Amen. Walk on without them and expect new things. And expect God to do some new things. In Jesus name. Say amen. Amen. Book of Romans chapter 1 and verse 20. Romans chapter 1 and verse number 20. It says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. What he's saying is that even things that are invisible about God are clearly seen and explained by the things that have been made. Do you see? In other words, you have to be dumb not to see God in creation. You see? Yeah, there are so many questions we have to answer. Once we take God out, you see, so it says, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, sorry, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Then it says, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Right? So you can see that when people are not thankful, something else seems to take over. Do you see? It says their foolish hearts became darkened. You know, that when they could clearly see God, instead of acknowledging That this is God. This is the hand of God. This is the doing of God. God is at work. God is doing something. Instead, they chose not to be, not to glorify God or to bring God into the picture. I mean, there are people who deliberately eliminate God. Say, don't say God. Don't don't say God. Say something else. Anything else is, is okay. But God. And so God also left them and he says that their foolish hearts became darkened and they became vain in their imaginations. Vain in their imaginations. They they became reprobate in their minds. You know, and you see that when people are ungrateful, they seem to descend into the lowest forms of behavior, and you really wonder. You get it? When someone should be grateful and they are not, you find them doing very crazy things. Do you see? The expression of their ingratitude is in the craziness of what they do. You can't even believe that somebody is capable of such a thing. 
But it is because they have refused to be thankful. Do you understand? And so it is a very dangerous thing not to be thankful. Amen. Amen. It is the dangerous thing to assign various reasons to things that God has done. God is the one who has done it. And instead of thinking about God, we start to assign it to so many other reasons and explanations, including even your own cleverness. Do you see? Yes. And when we do that, God leaves us and we become vain in our behavior. Today I had Bishop talking about the people of Israel, you know, and how that God delivered them. But instead of glorifying God, they wouldn't. God took them out of Egypt. You know, God killed Pharaoh and all his horsemen and all those people. God opened a way up in the Red Sea for them. God made water come out of a rock. I mean, when water is flowing out of a rock, there is no bill for anyone. (laughs) Who will you send the bill to? Do you see? Yeah. God made water come out of the rock. Yes. They would go to bed and wake up and manna, food cooked by angels, would be brought. Yes. And then one day they were complaining that they had no meat. When they got up, God had brought quail. (laughs) You know, so much quail all over the place. But you see, these people... Instead of being grateful and thankful to God, it was just one complaint after the other. One thing after the other. And you know what they were complaining about? Onions. (laughs) You know, a person for whom God has opened the sea. Can you believe that his main problem is onions? He can't can't see onions in his food. And that is the problem. That God has opened such a door. And some of us are like that. God has opened such an impossible door for you. But what you are crying about is something really petty. Yeah. Something really petty. Something small. You see, that's, that's the nature of ingratitude. Yeah. That when someone is ungrateful, their focus is on what is not working. They don't see, you know, if they are ungrateful and you give them a car, what they see is the scratches. It never even occurs to them that your transportation problem is solved. But they just see that, you know, I mean, is it possible? I mean, this, this scratches here. I mean, what happened? Is, 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 you know, are you going to fix these scratches for me? Really? That's the nature of ingratitude. They were complaining about onions and they said leeks. They said garlic. <laughs> yeah, they said especially garlic. <laughs> They say, how come there's no garlic in the food? If God is going to make angels cook from heaven and bring it, why don't they add garlic to the food? Isn't there any garlic in heaven? (laughs) 
You know, and these were their complaints. They didn't think about the fact that Pharaoh was dead. That guy who made their lives so miserable was now dead. And they didn't have to go back to Egypt. They don't live there anymore. No, 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 no. That didn't even occur to them. May God deliver us from such things. Hallelujah. May God deliver us from such foolishness. Because we have been left to vain imaginations when that happens. Hallelujah. Right. Now, one point here that I wanted to get to says, saying thanks is a weapon that neutralizes diseases in food. Yeah, it's interesting. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 3, it says, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving. Of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good. And nothing to be refused. If it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Bring verse 4 again. It says for Every creature of God is good. Can you see that? Every creature is good. Is good. And nothing to be refused if it will be received with thanksgiving. Yeah. If if you can receive it with thanksgiving, it's okay to eat it. Do you see? Yes. For it is sanctified by the word of God. And by prayer. Amen. I thank God that he didn't. He doesn't force anyone to eat anything. (laughs) Do you understand? And he didn't put all the vitamins in one particular thing. That we must all eat by all means. Otherwise we'll miss that vitamin. But he says a wide variety of things. And he says everything can be eaten. Except that you need To receive it with thanksgiving. Do you see? Yes. We need to take the time. It is worth taking a few minutes to say thank you to God for food. Do you understand? Yes. And sometimes I know that, you know, the way the hunger goes. Even you forget that you could pray. But when you remember, pause and pray. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that God rejects the prayer at that point. But when you remember, say, Lord, you know, I'm sorry. (laughs) But I just want to say thank you for this sandwich, which is half gone. But, you know, now I know even after having eaten half of it and knowing how delicious it is, I'm even more grateful. (laughs) Then you turn it into something. Hallelujah. Right. Now, I want to just read with you um, just some blessings. Amen. Before we go home tonight, some blessings that our pastor has put together for us. Amen. And these are prayers 
and blessings that we will be praying throughout 2023. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to let make sure everybody has a copy of this on your phone. So wherever you are, you can uh, read out these blessings and prayers for yourself. Amen. Amen. So if you can put it up, if you have it, put it up. Number one. And we'll read it together. Amen. Amen. We'll read it together. Number one is, Lord, I am thankful. Is it coming? Yes, the first one. Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of never going backwards, but forwards only in 2023 I'm going forward in my life and ministry. Hallelujah. Is that a good blessing? Yes. In 2023, you're going forward, not backwards. See, there's a scripture here, John chapter 21 and verse 3. It says, Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. This is Simon Peter who has been walking with Jesus for so many years. And when Jesus died and was buried, then Simon Peter gets up and he says, I'm going back to fishing. He's going back as a fisherman. This is Simon Peter who has been preaching as an assistant to Jesus Christ. Do you see? Yes. So sometimes we take steps that send us back to the past. But this year, you're taking no such step in the name of Jesus. And you can see, it says, they say unto him, they say unto him, we also go with thee. Then they went forth and entered into a ship immediately. And it says, and that night they caught nothing. Yes, because there's nothing in going backwards. Everything is in going forward. So be determined that in 2023, you're moving forward. I said, you're moving forward, not backwards, but forwards. Hallelujah. So if you didn't come to church often in 2022, 2023, you are moving forward. That means you go to church more often. If you didn't read your Bible in 2022, in 2023, you're going to read your Bible. If you didn't pray in 2022, in 2023, you're going to pray regularly. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah, so let's read it again. Let's read number one again. Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of never going backwards, but what? Forwards only. In 2023, I'm going forward in my life and ministry. Say amen. Powerful. Number two. Number two, number two says, Lord, in 2023, I am thankful that I have the blessing of finding what I have been looking for. Whatever I couldn't lay hands on up to now, I shall find in 2023. So say it with me, everybody. Go, Lord, in 2023, I am thankful that I have the blessing of finding what I have been looking for. 
Whatever I couldn't lay hands on up to now, I shall find in 2023. Hallelujah. Say, I shall find it. Say it again. Say, I shall find it. You will find it in 2023. Amen. Right. Now, number three. Number three is, Lord, I am thankful that throughout this year, I shall experience your involvement in all of my ways. God's involvement in everything I'm doing is yielding a better outcome. I thank God that I am becoming more healthy and more wealthy in 2023 because God is arranging and providing for me. Is that a good blessing? Yes, that's a good blessing. So say it with me. Declare it with me like someone who believes it. Amen. So go. It says, Lord, I am thankful that throughout this year, I shall experience your involvement in all my ways. God's involvement in everything I'm doing is yielding a better outcome. I thank God that I am becoming more healthy and more wealthy in 2023 because God is arranging and providing for me. Hallelujah. God is arranging and providing for you. I said God is arranging and providing for you. Hallelujah. God is making connections for you. Right? Proverbs 3, 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Amen. Amen. It says, be not wise in thine own eyes. Don't be too clever in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Say amen. amen. Yes. Then saith Jesus unto them, children, have ye any meat? They answered him, no. And he saith unto them, cast the net onto the right side of the ship, the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. And they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Amen. Yes, Jesus showed them where to cast the net, and it wasn't far. So he said, just on the right side. Hallelujah. Maybe we've been casting our net on the wrong side. But Jesus said, put it on the right side. This is the year that you cast your net on the right side. I said, you cast your net on the right side. You meet the right people. You go to the right places. You will apply to the right jobs. And you will find. You will find. You will find. Hallelujah. And some of you will also be found. Hallelujah. Yes. You cast your net to the right side and be found. Amen. Number four. Let's go quickly to number four. We're just closing. Number four. Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of a son and a daughter. I am thankful that I shall be dealt with as a son and a daughter in 2023. And I am thankful that I can experience rebukes, chastening, and correction with a good attitude. 
I shall bear the peaceable fruit of righteousness, holiness, and specialness that come through being chastened and corrected even when it is not a joyous experience. Wow. That's a powerful blessing. So let's read it together. One, two, three, go. Declare it. Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of a son and a daughter. I am thankful that I shall be dealt with as a son and a daughter in 2023. And I am thankful that I can experience rebukes, chastening, and correction with I shall bear the peaceable fruit of righteousness, holiness, and specialness that come through being chastened and corrected even when it is not a joyous experience. Hallelujah. Correction is a sign that you are a son or a daughter. Amen. Yes. You know, everybody needs correction. Isn't it? Yeah. The way we are, we naturally come you know, it will be unfortunate if we are not corrected. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. Some people think that anything that is all natural is good. It's organic. <laughs> but I tell you, your organic behavior, it, it will rob you of your marriage. <laughs> you get it? Yes. We need some processing. In order to fit in certain places. Say amen. amen. Number five. Number five. You're all going to have this. Amen? amen. And so you can make these declarations yourself in your home at any time. Amen. amen. But let's just go through a couple more. Number five is, Lord, I am thankful for the restoration of humility into my life. Because I have discovered that a lack of humility is the explanation for every defect, failure, and sin in my life. Through humility, God will give me grace in 2023. I am thankful that God will not resist me or oppose me in 2023. Amen. Amen. So let's declare it. One, two, go. Lord, I am thankful for the restoration of humility into my life. Because I have discovered that a lack of humility is the explanation for every defect, failure, and sin in my life. Through humility, God will give me grace in 2023. I am thankful that God will not resist me or oppose me in 2023. You know why? Because James 4, 6 says, he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. So in 2023, God will not resist you, but God will give you grace because humility is coming to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, the next one, the next one. Lord, I am thankful that throughout this year, I have the blessings of being faithful and loyal. All through the year 2023, I shall never be ungrateful. 
I shall never repay good with evil. I shall never be a liar. I shall never be a deceiver. I shall never be a Judas. I shall never be an Absalom. I am thankful that one day I shall hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. Amen. Right, let's declare it. Go. Lord, I am thankful that throughout this year, I have the blessings of being faithful and loyal. All through the year 2023, I shall never be ungrateful. I shall never repay good with evil. I shall never be a liar. I shall never be a deceiver. I shall never be a Judas. I shall never be an Absalom. I shall, I'm thankful that one day I shall hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. The Bible says a faithful man shall abound with blessings. So that is your portion in 2023. Amen. Number seven, Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, all my steps are guided by the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that I have the blessings of not making any missteps, false steps, or mistakes in 2023. Amen. So let's declare it. Go. Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, all my steps are guided by the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that I have the blessings of not making any missteps, false steps, or mistakes in 2023. Amen. So you will not take any wrong decisions in 2023. You will not take any wrong decisions or make any missteps. Hallelujah. You will take the right decisions and do the right things in 2023. Amen. Number eight, quickly, please. Lord, I am thankful that I have the supernatural blessings of obedience in 2023. I am thankful that I shall have many sudden breakthroughs through obedience in 2023. Amen. Let's declare it. Go. Lord, I am thankful that I have the supernatural blessings of obedience in 2023. I am thankful that I shall have many sudden breakthroughs through obedience in 2023. Hallelujah. So you will experience sudden breakthroughs because you'll obey and something will happen. You know, the scripture is Luke chapter 5 and verse 5 and 6. It says, Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. You know, they had the option of just going with their own experience and saying, we've done this so many times and it didn't yield anything. I realized that it makes a difference when you do even the same unsuccessful thing, but now at the word of the Lord. Do you see? It makes a difference. 
So you see the same thing that didn't yield anything, the same effort that brought nothing, the same place that produced nothing. God says, do it this time and you do it and you'll be surprised what will come out of that. Your experience this 2023 in Jesus name. Amen. All right. The next one, Lord, I am thankful that I have the blessings of expressing my love to Jesus by feeding the sheep. I am thankful that in 2023, I can help in the work of pastoring the churches. Amen. Remember, Jesus said, if you love me, do what? Feed my sheep. So let's declare this. Go. Lord, I am thankful that I have the blessing of expressing my love to Jesus by feeding the sheep. I am thankful that in 2023, I can help in the work of pastoring the churches. Amen. Amen. That means you'll be a Basenta leader. You'll have a small group that you also lead. And there will be a few people in the church that also look up to you. And through you, some people will also become more committed to the Lord. Say amen. amen. All right. Then the next one, the next one is... Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of going to all nations. I'm thankful that I can help in the work of evangelism. I have the blessings of catching 153 fishes, which represents souls in 153 nations of the world. So this is a traveling blessing. Let's declare it. Come on. Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of going to all nations. I am thankful that I can help in the work of evangelism. I have the blessings of catching 153 fishes, which represent souls in 153 nations of the world. Amen. Amen. Right. Now stand to your feet and let's read the last two together. Amen. Right. So put the last two, put number 11 on. And let's read it together. One, two, three, go. I am am thankful thankful that I am am delivered delivered from all my fears. Whatever tormented me, tested me, frightened me, and harassed me in 2022 has practically come to an end in 2023. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The psalmist said, I sought the Lord. And he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. You are delivered from all your fears. Your fear of sickness. Your fear of cancer. Your fear of dying young. Your fear of being cheated on. Your fear of your home falling apart. Your fear of being thrown out of your job. In the name of Jesus, you are delivered from every such fear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And then the last one, number 12. Go. I am thankful for good news throughout 2023. I shall achieve and accomplish all my life's goals and dreams in 2023. By my faith in the prophetic word, I shall be turned into another man this year. Hallelujah. Wow. Say, by my faith, by my faith 
in the prophetic word, I shall be turned into another man in Jesus' name. That means at the end of 2023, people will look at you and not recognize you. I said people will look at you and not recognize you. Because God is going to bring about such a significant change and turn around in everything that you are doing in the name of Jesus. No more going through January to December and remaining the same. You will not be the same. I said you will not be the same. Something different is happening this year by the grace and by the power of God. Hallelujah. Why don't you give the Lord thanks, everybody? Give him thanks. The Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. Hallelujah. Just begin to thank God, everybody. Just thank God for 2023. Lord, I thank you for all these prophecies and all these blessings and all these prayers. I receive them into my life. I declare them into reality. I speak them into reality in the name of Jesus. And these are my blessings in this year 2023 in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.